Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in Everything Auburn is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. So just head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. If you use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on betonline.ag. BetOnline, where the game starts. War Eagle, everybody. Welcome to Believe in Everything Auburn. I am Taylor Davis. He is, of course, Jason Campbell. And we welcome you into a very special episode. And I think I say that a lot, but emphasis on very, because it's been a minute since we had an interview and we delivered, I will say. We have a fantastic guest joining us. It's Definitely one that we have been hoping to get for several months, but as you all can imagine, he is quite busy. I am talking about none other than Carnell Cadillac Williams. He is joining us at the end of this episode talking all about the crazy end for him last season, the transitional period from interim head coach to associate head coach under Hugh Freeze, recruiting, transfer portal, his time at Auburn, his time there now and how different it is. He, you know, he talked about the difference now versus when he was a player and really, really insightful, interesting interview from a guy that has really experienced quite the whirlwind in the past few months. So you are definitely in for a treat. Make sure you stick around through the end of that one. But Jay and I are going to hit you with a few headlines around Auburn athletics before we get into that interview. But I kind of just gave a little bit of a teaser, uh, but Jay, I know that anytime we get any of your, you know, former teammates, it's always special, but you and Lack and and several of the guys have, have stayed close and are good friends. And I know what, you know, pride you had seeing him succeed on that level and, and get the opportunity to uh to really showcase what Auburn means so uh hearing him talk and and kind of share his experience through it must be pretty surreal yeah it definitely is uh it's fun too you know, yeah to hear you know Lack didn't talk a whole whole lot when he was in college you know, really when he did it was very fun and energetic and you know and, and he had fun when he did. He I'm sure, but he was yeah, a little more he, reserved. Yeah, I think he talks more now. You oh. know, uh, I think, you know, being a co- yeah, being a coach and, uh, you know, having that opportunity to be around players and families, it, you know, you have to open up. And I think uh, he really opened up to us tonight. Uh, I think the fans, yeah. I think the people are really going to enjoy what he had to say. And that's the true him. You know, mm. he, you know, you don't have to guess who Lack is, you know, he's going to yeah. show you exactly who he is and, and everything. He's about these players and he's about building confidence and he's about, you know, making sure they have a future, you know, not just in sports, but in life. And yeah. uh, I think that's so important. I think we miss that a lot because everyone wants to talk about, like he was saying, accolades or, you know, now you have NIL and you have, you know, all these different things seem to like take over the, the president of, what are you here for? You right. Know, 
you know, graduate, you know, let's graduate. Let's, let's have a, one of the better graduating classes, you know, to come through, you know, at the same time, what else you here for? You're here to play football, you yeah. know, like, but build relationships while you're at it. Don't just yeah. come through here and float through. So I thought that was great, very important to hear. And uh, like I said, he kind of represents a lot of what a, a lot of our guys was like. We'll quit teasing you on it. And I'm sure a lot of listeners are like, I'm going to fast forward to that so y'all can stop now. But it's a fantastic interview. We, uh, we're we incredibly grateful that Lack took the time to do that. Um, also, if you're listening as a podcast, we are doing video. We are on YouTube. If you are interested in watching, especially the interview, we did that interview on video with Lack as well. So you can see the three of us have that conversation that is available on Believe's YouTube channel. If you are listening to this in a po- as a podcast, you can go over there and check out video as well. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into a few news and notes around Auburn Athletics. Um, I think it was after you and I recorded last week, we've, we talked a lot about the transfer portal additions last week, and we were talking about the trenches and you kind of alluded that there might be another big one coming. And after we recorded that one was official, we have gotten Kentucky defensive lineman, Justin Rogers committed to Auburn. He is a former four star, plenty of playing time in Lexington. So another big get in the trenches. And clearly that is a priority of this coaching staff. That is something that they sought out in the transfer portal and have not let up on. Um, and so definitely exciting and and always good to have somebody with um, SEC experience. Also football related, A-Day has officially been announced. It is happening on Saturday, April 8th. Apologies to the golf community because that is the same Saturday as the Masters, but a lot of things to look forward to um, for this football who, team. Who and who, who did it? Who I know. <laughs> who, who put a day on Masters weekend? I know. But regardless, if you are interested in getting a little sneak peek of the football team or just being back around football, as we all are eager for come April, that date is official. It is April 8th. Tickets will go on sale shortly, as will the broadcast information for where it will be broadcast. But we are going to talk all football with lack. Those were just a couple new points that I needed to add in, but we're going to hit on some basketball and gymnastics, and then we'll get to the football with lack toward the end of it. So the basketball team is currently 14 and three overall. They are four and one in the SEC, number 16 in the AP poll, defeated Mississippi State Saturday night. Did you trash talk your brother? You know, I didn't trash talk him. You know, anytime you go nice uh, of me. Oh, oh for eighteen from the three point line. <laughs> oh. Like, come on, I could I could have walked out there. I could have walked out there and, and made five for eighteen right now. I had a shot of basketball in months. How know? do you not make one? Um, defeated Mississippi State at home on Saturday. They will be at LSU on Wednesday and at South Carolina on Saturday. They are currently two and two on the road. They're 10 and zero at home. So obviously, you know, these environments are tough. And like we've said for the past several seasons, Auburn draws good crowds now. Like they're one of those teams. I feel like we've kind of created new rivalries in a weird way like the Arkansas game had a little bit of extra heat to it because of the way it went and ended last year so we've kind of created this new um we're the team that everybody wants to beat and and we're a team that fan bases want to come out and and watch play and so uh these road environments are are definitely testing and LSU um got 
pummeled by Alabama last week. I mean, just demolished. They didn't, they didn't get off the bus. Ooh, they didn't. You know that they they are going to be trying to right all those wrongs. And then South Carolina on Saturday, I've actually gone to a game in Columbia. They have a great atmosphere in, as well. So um, it doesn't get easier from here, as we all know. But really, if you include postseason, this is, they're kind of at the halfway mark, which is crazy. I mean, the start of the tournament is... I guess a little less than two months away. So it's it's time you kick it into gear now. But watching what you've seen of them, Jay, in person, on TV, um, how have they come together? You've talked about Johnny Broom and, and his involvement. Alan Flanagan kind of being, you know, when he's on, it feels like this team is on. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how you're seeing them kind of gel together. Ooh, a tale of two two different halves. Uh, yeah. As far as like basketball, you know, before before the new year, we was all kind of like skeptical because we wasn't we wasn't really getting good guard play. You yeah. Know, we was turning the ball over a lot. We wasn't playing the style of defense that Bruce is used to our team playing. And now it looks like we've turned it up to another level. Ever since the Georgia loss, this has looked like a different basketball team. Hmm. And. I was at the Arkansas game. They played great defense. Guards turned, didn't turn the ball over as much. They was very, like, passive, I mm-hmm. would say. You know, we're, we're a very shooting-happy team. Let's just say it. <laughs> but, but, you know, for whatever reason, now that they're playing a little bit more calmer, they realize, like, not every shot is a good shot. You know, mm-hmm. let me understand what are really good shots. And I think that's another step that they've taken. Uh, the lineup has changed a little bit. You, know, mm-hmm. you see, you see Trey getting a little bit more time off the bench. Uh, you know, Zepp is pretty much coming off the bench now a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Flanagan is in the starting lineup, but he's also playing very aggressive, getting to the rim. You're seeing his athleticism that you saw before, before he had the major injury. Right. And and I think you know Jalen Williams, he looks comfortable shooting the three. Let's be he honest, does. he came out and got us going against Mississippi State. He he got hot, and it seemed like that just kind of. It just kept rolling over to the other teammates, and they started shooting the ball. If we could shoot the ball the way we shot the ball against Mississippi State and against Arkansas, then I like us in two months to have an opportunity. I don't know how far we go because yeah. that's why you that's why you play the tournament, right? And I I just feel like, but I like us getting better at the right time and not you know some teams start hot like we did last year and then we tailed off towards the end. True. This year is almost like the opposite. Now mm-hmm. let's just see if it can continue because boom is getting better. All our new guys are getting accustomed, and we even had a walk-on this week to get some playing time. So, you know, he's exalting everybody on the bench right now. So right. I think you need that depth. Yeah, I, I mean, we have seen so many years that getting healthy and staying healthy toward March is imperative. Peaking at the right time is imperative. Like, you you have to play this thing methodically because of how much postseason puts on your team, you know? So, um, but your gymnastics team is going to be at home this Friday night, the home opener for the 2023 season, and Auburn will be hosting Arkansas, led by head coach Jordan Weber, which is a fantastic name in the gymnastics community, as is our very own Suni Lee, who will be in her last first home meet. <laughs> I really stretch that one but it is thinking right there i I know right as we have all stated this is her last season at auburn she is going to 
forego the rest of her NCAA career to pursue elite gymnastics again. The girl is trying for Paris Olympics. She is a stud, and she very well could make a, a second Olympic team. So this will be her last year at Auburn. So if you are interested in seeing her, make sure you try and get tickets this season. I have been told that the meet is sold out this Friday, but check anyway if you're interested in going. They will be hosting Arkansas, like I said. They are coming off a loss to Florida, but a respectable 197-2. They're actually going to be dropping the banner um, for the final four finish at national championship last year. So it'll be a special at night in the arena and uh, looking forward to seeing them continue their path, hoping to make nationals for a second straight year. So with that, we will go ahead and transition to our interview, something that uh, we are very much looking forward to. And we know that all of our listeners are going to enjoy as well. So here is Cadillac Williams. Enjoy. All right, people. Well, without further ado, Jason and I are absolutely thrilled to welcome in our guest who truly needs no introduction, Cadillac Carnell Williams. We are so excited to have you. It's been a long time coming, but you've been a little busy in the last few months. You're a hard guy to track down these days, but thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we've got plenty to chat with you about, but War Eagle, first of all, and uh, how, give me kind of a summary. How have the past few months of your life in Auburn been? Oh, uh, <laughs> it has been different uh, yeah. in a good way, uh, I would say. Um, it's so weird um, because now I'm actually, I was actually talking to Jason earlier. It's like I'm, I'm more popular now than I actually was when I was playing ball. Well, I wouldn't say popular. Uh, people recognize me a lot more because, you know, as football players, we have our helmets on. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people don't uh, really recognize your face. But uh, since I got thrown into the fire as uh, the interim head coach, um, you know, the face is more uh, recognizable um, just around town, actually in airports, uh, Atlanta, Tampa, even places I travel just yeah. to see the buzz and people staring and, you know, coming up to me. But it's uh, it, it has been ecstatic, to be honest, which I'm very humble and honored uh, for the opportunity and just, you know, um, thank, you know, thank, thank God for it, to be honest yeah. with you. Incredible. I, I know that. I mean, honestly, we're probably lucky that Zoom has a cutoff on timing because I would keep you for hours. I have so much I could talk to you about. And I know you and Jay, obviously, former teammates and good friends. Um, so we'll we'll ping pong here. Don't worry. But I think that what's interesting about it, like you said, obviously, people knew you as a player, but you've you've almost tapped into another generation now, right? I mean, everyone knew the name and the number and, and the records, but now to kind of associate you as a coach and as what you, you what you did for Auburn this past year you probably expanded your outreach a little bit right which is probably both a little bit overwhelming but also so special especially for a guy like you who has talked so much about serving and and about pouring into the hearts of your of your players right talk to me a little bit about you know just taking on that mindset with this opportunity, because I feel like it, it, we all probably looked at you, this situation you got thrown into and we're like, 
that's a lot for anyone, much less no someone who's never been a head coach before, right? Talk to me a little bit about just kind of the mindset you were in when, you know, your your name was called to do something that really there was no blueprint to do. Oh, well, honest with you, and I want to be honest uh, and blunt, uh, when, I, when, I, when I first uh, got asked to do it, uh, my um, Rich um, and Dr. Roberts, mm-hmm. um, I was, I, I, I kind of asked him, I said, are you guys sure? Me? No, <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm not a head coach. <laughs> um, so um, start off with that. But wow. Uh, like you say, it was just no blueprint. Yeah. And honestly, uh, thank God for um, the players. And, and, and I, I honestly say that uh, because of uh, uh, my room, guys in my room from uh, the Tank Biz with Jarquez, Hunter, Damar, Austin, Deshaun, uh, Jackson, you know, those guys that I actually coach. Uh, when I got thrown in that fire, they could see the first day, first two days. It was, I mean, I I, I never had a headache. My entire face had a headache and I, I just never <laughs> And them guys can see the stress. And I can remember them guys coming in my office and they like, coach, just like be you, coach. Wow. Like just, just, just like it's us in the room, coach. Like, coach, we've been trying to tell you for a long time. You like, you have a way with words. You impact us in a powerful way. And he was like, coach, I'm just telling you, if you would just be you, coach, these guys will buy in. So, uh, honestly, through a lot of prayer and hearing my guys um, say that, it, it actually calmed my nerves. To be honest with you, and and I just I just simplified. To be honest with you, I said, what 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 is things that is important to me that uh, when I was a player, uh, hmm. from um, you know a, a, as as a player as a coach, what's things that you know I wanted um, you know to do and how did I live my life and model a lot of stuff. Seeing my mom, so. I mean, honestly, it was, just, it was it served discipline and believe. And, uh, you know, I shared to those guys, I can remember telling those guys that um, I want them guys to have what I have. And I was telling them, I'm saying, I'm not from the from the accolades, what I've done on the field or the success or, or the name Cadillac. I said, like, I want you guys to have the joy that I have. Hmm. Like, I want you guys to have the relationship that I have created here uh, at Arbor and the relationships I have through the game of football. And that simply comes from the way that I treat people because people going to remember how you make them feel. Um, so one of the big things is like I was telling those guys is, um, you know, your talent that, you know, got you guys to a lot of these levels, but, but your character is the most important thing um, that's going to um, get you through life and that's going to sustain you uh, through life and what's going to bring you even more success. So, it's by it's army. It's by family. Yeah. It's by being relationships with uh, other people. It's by caring. It's about serving. Um, so those are the things that you know I w- really wanted to um, get over to the team, the staff, everybody. And look, uh, this not a one man show. I mean, look. It, I mean, I had a staff. Wow. Uh, I tip my hat off to uh, the staff. I'm talking about the support staff. Yeah. I'm talking about the uh, the team coaches. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, Robbie, his team, Dr. Goodley. Uh, I'm talking about the academic people and then the, the, the Arvin family, the strength staff, 
it's it's a lot of people that play roles because one thing I learned through this um um situation that I got thrown in is you have to be aligned and everybody gotta be on one accord. And I can honestly say, man, thank God that uh uh that staff they entrusted me, those players entrusted me and uh and then I, I just, you know, wanted to be vulnerable with those guys and just give them me. Well, I will say this. I know one reason why, you know, Latpro was nervous and, and felt a lot of pressure because when you're an ex, when you're an ex-athlete, you know, a lot of people always just expect things just to be automatic. And when it's not automatic, you know, they don't care the fact that you haven't ever been a head coach. They don't care the right. fact that they just think that any great player can just step in that position and all of mm-hmm. a sudden things are just going to happen. It's you a know? good point. They, so, you know, those are the things we think about as players, ex-players, when you become coaches or becoming these big roles is how do you how do you fulfill the obligation? But at the same time, we know that there are crazy expectations that people don't realize all the things that you have to do while you're right. still learning how to do it. So, you know, I think he did a great job with all that, with all of that coming at you, but that's a lot mm-hmm. of reason why we feel a lot of pressure. That's why as his teammates that played with him at Auburn felt that way. But yeah. like, talk about, talk about these uh, two experiences, the Mississippi state game at halftime. What was said? Cause these guys came out rocking and rolling in the second half, firing <laughs> another level. And then talk about the A&M game where it was a sold-out crowd, uh, two, three, and six teams. Honestly, at halftime, the Mississippi State game, um, I'm jogging off the field, and one thing that we said, are we fight or quit? And we are going to be together. And I told him, I don't care if we win a game. Yeah. I want to see Auburn football. I want to see us play hard. And I want to say a play for each other. And when I got in that locker room and to hear those players back and forth saying, fight or quit, we're going to play for each other. Like to hear them coming together and we was down, what, 23, 3, something that we were down crazy. And to hear those players, like everybody rallying together because before that, and the coaches that, was on staff no at halftime even when we was up at game it felt like we was losing yeah and to hear those seniors from the dare hall the owen the shankers you know the luke the, 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 the to hear those guys man uh, in that locker room uh saying man we're gonna fight for each other we're not done we're gonna win this game man i went back to the coaches and i'm like yo guys we were out of whack. We had some turnover. We did some things that won the Auburn football. It was outside. I said, well, man, let's be positive with these guys, man. They're saying the right thing. So let's go out there, man. Let's make these adjustments that we need to make, which honestly, it wasn't many adjustments that we need to make. It was just some 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 things that we had. People had to win their one-on-one battle, some things that we weren't getting accomplished there. Uh, but Man, honestly, it wasn't much said. The players really, they made their mind of those seniors and those those guys made their mind of that they're just gonna go out and play Army football. And that's exactly what they did. And just to expand on that Texas AM game. Um, so going into that week, going into that game, um, wow, we had a great week of practice. I'm talking about from uh just the just the uh the enthusiasm and, and and practice the way those guys was 
was upbeat, way they was flying around. You would have thought that we were freaking nine and oh. <laughs> like the way guys were flying around, the way everybody was having fun. It was I, I I'm telling you, I was just blown away, like wow. Um, so I think the big point of that Texas AM game, I think getting off of that bus and those kids, young men, seeing the Arvin family at Tiger Walk. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, those, the players, are, they're, they're still talking about it. Oh. You know, they, they're still asking me, like, they like, uh, Coach Lack, this is what the Auburn you've been telling us about. This is the Auburn that, you know, we want to be a part of that, 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 that's awesome. So I, I honestly think the, the, the Auburn family, um, the fans, the way they came up, came and supported those players, sold out the game. I mean, we're three and six guys. Game sold out. And then, um, those guys, they, they, they played for each other, man. Yeah. They played for the, for for the fans like you know uh big thing we were talking about like what do you want your legacy to be like how do you guys want to send these seniors out um because of you know those seniors man they have been through a rough time i mean covid um no got two head coaches many position uh coaches the whole uh george floyd like that those guys have been through so many yeah. uh things and it's almost like man look we we got to pay it forward to these guys who done paved the way and um, made this place great, man. So let, let, let's let play for these guys. Like, let's play for these seniors. Let's play for each other. Let's play for your family. Let's play for the Armin family. And, man, what a time that was. Like, wow. I, I was, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I know that, uh, I mean, what I've learned working with Jay and having you on the podcast before and some of y'all's other teammates I just find that y'all all get it. Like you, there's such an understanding of what Auburn represents and it has nothing to do with the X's and O's. It has nothing to do with your record. It's about the spirit of Auburn. And with that is a loyalty and a family atmosphere. And I understand you saying it's a, believe me, it was all hands on deck. And I totally agree with you. Kudos to everyone that was involved that kept that thing afloat from staff to players to fans. It was, it was a team fight, right? But I fully believe that no one was better suited for the job than you because you got what was missing and you could implement it quickly for these guys. And I'm just curious from, and Jay, I would love your input on this too, what was it about y'all's experience in Auburn that that created this understanding for y'all? Because I think, you know, y'all's team and and several since then, but but especially y'all's, it's like it, there was just a different understanding of what it represented, and y'all have carried it throughout in whatever career path you went. Like, what was it about your playing experience that helped create this real understanding of what Auburn means? Well, I say for me, uh, you know, like it's all about the brotherhood. You know, we, we, talk, we talk about this uh, now. We're on group chats together. We're about 15, 16 guys. So it's about three different group group chats going on. Uh, I have to put mine on silence. Otherwise, it'd be going through all of it. But I really, feel, I really feel tough for these kids today because they won't get a chance to experience what we experience. And I'm going to tell you why, you know, the transfer portal has changed a lot of things, you know, where yeah. kids transfer after the first year, they don't give things time to, to marinate time to season 
uh, they want instant results. They want instant playtime. They want just instant gratification instead of wonder, instead of working hard and let things kind of kind of mold you. You know, we went through some times where we had to where we was molded. You know, we, mm. we had some a lot of learning curves and we did it together. And it wasn't about accolades. It wasn't about, you know, whose name was front in the paper. It was all about getting that W. But at the end of the day, we talked about life in a locker room. Where mm. now these kids may talk about finances in the locker room. And you know, we're trying to, we're trying to keep that stuff at a low, but at the same time, there's still 18 to 22 year old kids with all this new stuff thrown at them. Yeah. How do you adapt? And I just feel like, you know, because we was together all four years, it built a long lasting, not just college friendship, but lifelong friendship, mm-hmm. you know, well until we're old and great. And I just feel like we still do things together. We still golf. We still, you know, see each other. You know, that was just at the house for my birthday. Yeah. You know, just different things like that. You know, trying to take over the pool table. But, you know, he had it. He did take over the pool table. Oh, okay. He had, he had his times. He had his times. But I would just say that the brotherhood, and I just hope these guys get it to understand, yeah. like, don't let money and all this other stuff think that that's your true happiness your true happiness is relationships with people yeah and being able to talk and being able to have someone that want to be around you and being able to have that open door and i just hope that this generation can see through that and let nil be a blessing and not a crutch hmm. jason jason hit it right on the head yeah uh, uh, brotherhood i mean and uh man these kids gotta gotta go through the process yeah like you, 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 you gotta learn how to enjoy the journey that you are on, and and take adversity when it hit together. Um, whenever you're in college, and as Jason know, we we went and did amazing uh, things. Uh, I always got drafted first round. A lot of from Ryan and Carlos, um, you know, myself, guys um, got drafted first round with NFL, accomplished all that, but. We still come back to our college years. And I try yeah. to tell those guys that no matter how much money you make, no matter how much success you make, it's not going to get no better than these four or five years that you're going to have in college. Yeah. So a lot of kids, like Jason say, from the transfer portal where kids are, you know, jumping ship, you know, uh, like, God, dog it, create those memories. Like, I mean, go through the struggle. Yeah. Like you, you like, like, like anything, um, you know, worth having got to go through the fire. So you got to go through those peaks and valleys with your brothers, you know, where, wherever you at, you know, the grass is not always green on the other side. It's about relationships. Yeah. You know, it's about being on this journey and doing life together. And I'm so honored, you know, um, to be able to have my Auburn family, my Auburn brothers, like Jason say, I mean, we got, two, three group chats where we're still um, doing life together. Yeah. Like, and we're, we're two decades later and we're, we all check on each other. Our families, man, we still keep other people. We're still pouring into kids serving. And I just think that uh, that comes from, uh, you know, that, that Auburn, Auburn family, that Auburn feel. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, not the, Flip the subject. I, I honestly think that um, you know, Coach Freeze and the staff that um, you know, he has brought on board, man. I I I I feel um like I'll tell Jace, I feel that what we had at Auburn. Like it, 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 
it, it, it feels like, you know, that blue collar mentality, that work hard work, you know, everybody getting in, guys are on the same page. I know it's early. I know we still got to put the pieces together, man. But you got you got coaches starting with Coach Free leadership, meeting players right where they at. We're yeah. not on this pedestal. Like, we can't be touched. No, we're here to serve you guys. Like, it's a blessing. Like, we are doing this. We are getting opportunity to coach college football because of these kids. Like, they employ us. Yeah. So, it's it's a truly a blessing, man, to be able to, you know, be around these kids and be, be around this game of football. I think you transitioned ex excellently because uh, that was definitely next on my list. Obviously, Auburn was undergoing a coaching search and your name was certainly out there and involved. And then Auburn hires Hugh Freeze and his first order of business is to not only retain you, but to promote you associate head coach. Um, talk to me a little bit about that period of time for you, because I have to imagine after the four games that you experienced and, and, you know, the, the highs, the lows, but I, I hear you talk about how rewarding it was and, and how it affected you. So you come off of that. You're now given an opportunity to stay, be in a different role. What was that time period like for you? And um, was, was there any, you know, doubt in your mind that that was going to be the next step for you? Well, I'm telling you, I, I've went from, when they asked me to be the interim head coach, so no way. <laughs> like me, I'm not ready. To week four, like I think I can do. I can this. do I'm this. Like, <laughs> like wow, like just seeing the transformation in the guys. Yeah. But um, when uh, John and Rich came and told me that you know that they was going a different direction, Coach Free was going to be the guy. I was, I was disappointed sure I, I, I was you know disappointed be honest with you but uh didn't really know what I wanted to do honestly I, I was prepared to like this may be it because me and my wife were just talking I'm like man if if I don't get the job like I don't want whoever they hire I don't want to be forced on anybody mm. I said so if I don't get the job baby it, it, it probably you know, and she agreed. I said, probably not going to be a good time for me to stay just with the, you know, I don't. I get I don't, it. Yeah. I, I, I don't want that, you know, uh, but uh, when, whenever they told me, I, you know, I, I, you know, disappointed, but I said, you know, I do, I do want to talk to Coach Free face to face sure. before I make any d decision. Like I told him, I said, I don't know what, what I'm going to do. Um, But man, so um, Freeze got in uh, about 9 p.m. that night. Uh, got the opportunity to talk to him in person. I'm talking about within the first uh, 20 minutes. I I went from telling them that I was going to think about it for a cu couple of days because they're like, won't you be a part of it? To I'm shaking Cole Free's hand like, yo, I'm locked in. Let's wow. go do it. Uh, I mean, he, uh, first of all, he is a, um, you know, God fear man, uh, yeah. very strong in, in his faith. Um, he, he's about serving. He is about meeting players right where they are. Mm. I mean, it, it's about the players. Yeah. And man, he, he absolutely enjoy Arvin, like loves Arvin. 
like you, it, it's evident. Like I, I felt that vibe from, I felt that from him. Wow. Um, so man, I, I am excited, um, for, um, coach freeze, his family, uh, man, I'm excited uh, for the new uh, opportunity. I got as associate head coach, um, to, uh, to help coach freeze and, uh, you know, the staff that he has, uh, brought along, man, uh, the recruiting process, man, guys been working their tail off and it just, just a bunch of people just embracing the Auburn culture yeah. and just, and just, you know, the, the, the tradition of Auburn and we are going to let, like, let Auburn be Auburn and we, we will be okay. And yeah. I, I think coach freeze, uh, well, I know that coach freeze is the right guy, uh, for, for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about, you talked about, you know, recruiting. Talk about the importance of the transfer portal, especially this year. You know, uh, you know, right now I think we're ranked the number two transfer portal in the nation, uh, and we still have May that's going to come up after spring. But talk about the importance of what the transfer portal has done for Auburn up to this point. Well, uh, honestly, we have changed. We have flipped the trenches. Um, um, you know, I mean, I I, I know everybody want to talk about. Jason Campbell and the Cadillacs and the Rhinos and the Cam News and all, but hey, our hey, hey, ball uh, games are won in the trenches, and I I think that uh, you know, from offense and uh, defensive line, we have uh, uh, got better uh, up front. Of course, we haven't played a snap, but I do think that we have gotten better. Uh, I think uh, just in this transfer report, it has been very uh, helpful for us because uh, you know, we we had a lot of we. We lost 24 seniors, had guys, you know, actually leave. So to be able to uh, flip your roster and do that is absolutely, I think, in incredible in the shorter time Coach Freeze and uh, his staff have done. But, um, you know, we're, we we still want to be that team that build um, through high school. But it, it, it just um, high school players, but it's just one of those things where we had to get deep in the portal to kind of, you know, fill out our roster. And I mean, I think um, we have done an awesome job with that. And I tell you, man, Co Coach Freeze is a recruit machine. Like he is, I I'm telling you, he he is a recruit machine. So, you know, it it, it just it's just good to see, man, that, uh, you know, we have a guy that's, you know, that's uh, just, I mean, working hard, just as, just as hard as uh, us, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like as soon as he got to town, everyone was on the road. I was like, okay, he didn't even unpack his suitcase and we're out on the road recruiting. But I, I mean, he had a lot of time to make up for, right? And and garnering the staff and kind of getting all the pieces in place, like recruiting can't wait, you know? So to see what all was, was being done right off the bat really set the tone for where his priorities were and, and what the emphasis was going to be. But, and then I think you follow that with the, the transfer portal ads. And I, I think it sets the tone that we're looking to make a difference right now. And honestly, you kind of set that precedent at the end of last season. Maybe it wasn't, yeah, we're going to win out, but you were saying like, we're going to battle. We're going to put a good product on the field and we're going to be Auburn. How do you feel the players that are returning have kept that mindset into this new regime and and the next phase of Auburn football. Wow! So I, I was just in the building uh, um, yesterday um, and last last week here and now, but just being around the, the, the former player that's coming that's coming back. Mm -hmm. um, 
to to see them the how they speaking about how we got to be aligned, how it's about work hard work, how excited they are uh, to get going. I mean, just in my 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 group test with my running backs, man, they are locked in, all <laughs> in. You know that uh, I mean, Jar Jarquez, Demari, those guys, even Brian, the new. Uh, running back from South Florida, like yeah. those weird group chat where it's like, hey, we about action now. We about work hard work. Like let's I love it. Hey, it, it it don't start in training camp. Like let's start now. Like what kind of team do we want to be? What kind of player do you want to be? Like let's build that that environment, that culture now. Like it starts in the weight room. So I think Coach Dunn, who is our <laughs> screen coach, does an incredible job, man. Um so I'm telling you, man, uh, we we are going to fight our tail off. I just, I'm just I am excited uh, to be part of um, this this change that's about to happen here um, at Auburn. And look, we're going to play some doggone good, hard nosed Auburn football. And I, I'm just a firm believer. I'm biased. I just think that that's enough for college football. Yeah. Get, you know, of course, Coach Free, like I said, it's about the players. We got to close the gap between the Georgia, the Alabama, with players. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. It's about the players, which uh, we we are going to win our share. We we are going to do a lot better job of getting guys in here and guys that want to be uh, part of this culture and this environment. The air is pouring up now. I, I, I truly feel like that we are going to get this thing done because, again, it's about the players. It's about meeting them players right where they are, and we have a head coach that does that. But but look, it. before we hang up, I I, I have to um, give credit that something I left out with that Texas A&M game. Uh, man, I first first of all, I truly want to thank the fans. Wow, lights out! Thank you, Auburn family. But man, I also uh, I think the coolest moment uh, of all that is to see. Uh, a lot of my former teammates and to see players that played at Auburn, to see those guys on the sideline, in the locker room, like that, that empowered me so much. And y'all tricked me, Jason, and made me feel like I can actually get the job done, bro. <laughs> like, no, like to, to see those former players and, Players that don't pay the way for myself well before us, Jason, uh, those trailblazers and uh, players that don't play after us, man. That was like the coolest thing in the world. Like, like I was like, wow. I was like a kid in a candy store just, just seeing that, being in that environment. So, you know, I do want to thank those uh, former players and that brotherhood, man. You know, Jason, man, I just truly – appreciate you all appreciate you for covering Auburn and what you mean to Auburn getting this you know getting us out there and look we are excited I, and I I mean Lord no I, I am excited so I know I talk a little way too much no but, we love uh, it you know <laughs> so again, we've made careers out of it so you're totally <laughs> fine um no I mean I think that that that's the definition of team, you know, and it doesn't stop when you hang up the cleats. It, if right. you do it right, it's for life. Right. So y'all, right. y'all represented that and, and uh, showcased it for the next generation of Auburn football as well. So 
Um, incredible stuff. Lack, thank you. I really can't thank you enough for taking the time to chat with us. And uh, I know there's a lot of work to be done, but you and, and Coach Freeze and the staff are, are the men to do it. So thank you again and War Eagle. Thank you, War Eagle. War Eagle, bro. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.